0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.
1: Do you guys remember maybe the very, very first plane trip that uh, you ever took? The very, very first time you got on a plane and, and went somewhere? Um, for me, uh, I was 15, 15, 16 years old. Well, that I remember. My parents did take me to England when I was like two years old you know to go visit the family and that sort of stuff but the one that i remember after that was i was 15 16 years old and boy oh boy i have never forgotten that flight or the name of the company on the side of that plane. Let me know yours at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. And uh, this all ties into our our next guest. Y- you know, very few airports in Canada are named after aviation pioneers. Uh, they tend to be named really after politicians right um, There is a growing call for the edmonton international airport to be renamed in fact our next guest says airport officials have a perfect opportunity to name the building after max ward proud edmontonian and founder of ward air uh, mr ward passed away just a couple of months or just last month brent Bala is the publisher of western aviation news and he has started a petition to get mr ward's name on the building hey brett welcome back to the show thanks jaylen good to talk to you Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you that flight that I remember so clearly when I was 15 years old. I went to England uh, with my grandparents, and it was on Ward Air. And I thought to myself, I'm not sure I'll ever see anything like this again. The service, the food, you <laughs> name it. Like, I remember I remember what they served me, at, like the, the food, and, and that was, what, 35 years ago. Um, let, let's talk about, about uh, Mr. Ward and his legacy. I mean, his story about how he built up this company is amazing
0: it really is isn't it i mean he started imagine he started after the second world war with a bush plane up in the arctic and flying in medis- medical supplies and people into remote communities that had no other way to get out. And he took that and built it up slowly over time, offering really good service, treating people well, and being, let's face it, very driven. You know, he's a, he was an ambitious person too. Um, and, and built that into what would become the third largest airline in the country by the time he had to sell it. And, uh, you know, just that drive to create something out of really nothing and what was in the middle of nowhere is just unbelievable
1: (laughs) so what was it for you with him i mean he you know you've 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 thought about this for quite some time was he an inspiration for you brett
0: he was. Uh, tragically, I never got to fly Wardair. Um, <laughs> you're one up on me. Um, but I, I, I remember uh, being a child and listening to my grandma who just returned on a flight from Manchester to Amundsen. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was late for the plane. Like, she'd gone to grab a bite to eat. And so she ended up getting to the gate three hours after her Ward Air flight was supposed to leave. But this, is, this was the kind of thing that they did. They held the plane for her. Oh, my gosh. So that she was what? the last person to get on. <laughs> and, and I remember that story ever since. And, uh, and and so that was how, wow, that's amazing. And then I would go into manulife place and, and and in the atrium and the third floor of Manulife Place, there is an office up there that you can see from the ground. And that was the former Word Air office. And I would go in there and just um. kind of admire. Uh, admire this this thing that I didn't really know but wow did it sound impressive and took people to magical places Um, and that has stuck with me all this time
1: Brett Bala is the publisher of Western Aviation News. Brett, uh, Mr. Ward passed away November just last month at the age of of 98. And I'll be honest with you, despite having been, you know, 15 years old and, and, and flying on Ward Air once when I was a kid and remembering it like it was yesterday, I had no idea that Mr. Ward was an Edmontonian. I learned about that history when he passed away. And I thought to myself, what a shame. This is someone that I would have loved to have met, would have loved to have interviewed. And I, and I wondered, did you ever get a chance to meet him, Brett?
0: I never did. I never did. No. Tragically. Um, and yeah. And you know what? I mean, frankly for, for an aviation fan after, so he sold his company Air to what was then Canadian airlines yeah. uh, in 1989. And, and he, he kind of, He didn't retire, but he kind of took a back seat after that. Um, And so I I never did get to speak to him. I've watched lots of tapes of him speaking to people. And Mm -hmm. some of the stories he would tell about – he, in the 1980s, he went up against Ottawa. Like, he was the quintessential Westerner going up against Ottawa (laughs) um, and the bureaucrats who regulated aviation at the time. And he wanted to bring in a free market. He wanted airlines to be able to fly where they wanted to go and charge what they wanted to charge. Whereas back then, the government told you where you could fly. (laughs) He went up against this system and he won. I mean, he won. He led to the market that we have now where uh, the airlines can choose where they want to go and how much they're going to charge.
1: There's, uh, there's going to be a lot of my listeners that maybe uh, had a chance to fly Ward Air over the years and, and, and remember it as fondly as, as I did. Um, so, why is, why is it that we name our airports after
0: politicians, Brett? Oh, boy, I wish I had a good answer to that. I mean, other than the fact that guess who controls the naming of airports? <laughs> the federal government. Um, um. And so, who are they going to name airports after? Mm. Their own people. Uh, Mm. So, you know, and this is not taking away, like, when you think of named airports, you think of Toronto Pearson, uh, Montreal Trudeau, uh, you know, named after politicians. Um, And I don't want to take anything away from the politicians, but realistically, these are airports. They're aviation, they they are the cathedrals of aviation now. So, why can't we go out and honor our aviation icons instead? It just seems like a no brainer to me. Yeah,
1: you know, and and when I read this and I thought I thought to myself as well, this is a, a no-brainer, and you, you look at, at people like, you know, Mr. Ward, or you think about, uh, you know, WAP May, just I'm thinking yep. Edmonton alone, and then I, you know, if, if you go to the, the Royal Canadian Air Force Park uh, over in Greezbon, you look at some of the names on those plaques, you go, my gosh. I mean, I, I think, you know, for Edmontonians, I think um, a, a lot of folks forget, um, you know, the, the great aviation history that is, it- and in, had a leading in the role city, in all right? aviation
0: history. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah without yeah, a doubt. It, and, and it is easy to forget. And even I, I talked to Max Ward's grandson, who said, "Yeah, you know what? It, every year, people forget just a little bit more."
1: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And yeah. so you thought, okay, uh, let's 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 do this, and you and you're not thinking about changing and just calling it max ward airport what what, what, what how how do you envision this
0: uh, you know what i think i mean co- how we call it colloquially and how it's officially named could be could be end up being different but i would think it would have to be edmonton because you, i think you need the name of the yeah. city in there um i think it'd end up being styled like like we'd call it like edmonton ward international um mm. and the full name would be edmonton max ward international something along those lines you know keep it simple yeah. and memorable but also honorific and and important.
1: Yes, and I think it's one of those things that people coming in would go, hey, I wonder who Max yeah, Ward who is, guy? is. Who is exactly. that? And then when they realize, like I did, it was like, holy smokes. All oh, right, <laughs> so you've started a petition. You've started a petition. I think you're already up around 10,000 names on there, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I just checked uh, 9,000 9, and change right now. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, you know, I, I expected maybe 100 people might shine on. I I, I really didn't know. It's the first <laughs> time I've ever done anything like this, so I really didn't know. <laughs>
1: Have you talked to anyone out at uh, out at um, uh, at the airport, like the the CEO out there, or anything like that?
0: Yeah, we've exchanged. Uh, they, they put out an, uh, an email statement to me. Uh, um, haven't had a chance to talk yet, but um, they said, y- you know what? We we do honor. He, he's certainly an icon. Max Ward is certainly an icon. But of course, considering the context with the pandemic, uh, it's not on their radar right now. And yeah. I and I get it. Like yeah. right? they've got bigger fish to fry but you know this is a process that has to take i think it has to start somewhere and then it has to germinate and maybe a couple of years down the road the timing will be right to you know really celebrate
1: yeah, you have, to, you have to plant the seed somewhere. And I think that you have done that, uh, Brett. And I think that there's uh, a couple other people who have, who have said, yeah, I think that this is a really good uh, idea as well. I really like the idea, too. So we'll see what happens. And I guess in the long run, as you said, it's the federal government that has to sign off on this, so right? Get
0: the final say, exactly, yes. Yeah. So, no, and, okay. and they have done it. Uh, Winnipeg is named after an aviator. So there is precedent out there. We can do this. <laughs> All right. Uh, before I let you go, oh, and if if someone wants to sign the uh, petition, where do they go? So it's on change, change.org. It's a change.org yep. petition, and you just have to search Max Ward or okay. Max Ward International. It'll pop right up.
1: All right, a couple of questions though, uh, because I always want to check in on the state of the airline industry uh, with you, and that's usually what we've been talking about over the past ten <laughs> months. And just the tough state that it is, so it's nice to talk about, that, Mr. Ward. But um, you know, we we keep waiting, and I think that the aviation industry continues to keep waiting to see if there is going to be some federal aid coming their way to handle the um, the the disruption caused by the pandemic. Have Have you you heard anything or what's the rumblings on the on that front?
0: Uh it's funny, you know, everyone you talk to the you ask him, so what are you expecting in terms of aid? And and the most common answer is I don't know. Mm. Uh, just no one seems to know. So what happened was in the last uh fall fiscal update that was last week, uh the minister did announce some help for in the, in the several millions, hundreds of millions of dollars arranged for airports um for things to rebuild airports you know runway maintenance things like that that really need to be done and that airports have to spend money on um so that's out there no one knows where it's going to go they announced some unspecified money for operations but no one really knows how that's going to work and the airlines who are really suffering too along with the airports they were mentioned once in the whole speech, and there was no dollar yeah. figure attached to it. So they really don't know.
1: Yeah, and, and interesting to hear, you know, in that throne speech um, when the governor general talked about some of those regional, um, the, the regional airlines, the commuter stuff, and then you see what happened on the east coast uh, with the Air Canada yeah. cutting more and more routes. I mean, boy, oh boy, that's just, that's really a death knell for so many out there.
0: It sure is. I mean, these airports rely on passengers to generate most of their revenues. And if there are no airlines flying in, they have no passengers, therefore they have no money coming in. But they Uh still have to spend money to stay open for medevacs and for uh, all these flights that you don't even think exist, army flights, uh, all these these flights, they have to stay open. So what do you do? You have no money coming in, but you got to pay people.
1: Yeah, let's talk about one more thing before before I let you go. Um, these um, these COVID uh, the 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 pilot project in Cal- Calgary, they're talking about yeah. uh, potentially moving that into Edmonton, and it's seeing some okay results uh, in Calgary, isn't it?
0: Yeah, uh, I think fourteen thousand and change people have been yeah. tested coming in, um, but that also includes the land border crossing at Coots, um, and uh, not a very low. Uh, rate of COVID infection being found, 1% and change. And anyone who gets a test, once their test comes back negative, they can go on and live with their lives and then get retested five days later. But otherwise, they're free. They don't have to do a two-week quarantine like you do yeah. uh, landing yeah. anywhere else. Um, so, yeah, an expansion in Edmonton, every airport that I've spoken to is, you know, crossing their fingers and waiting for their own province to come on board with this testing regime um either it's after people arrive or before they leave doesn't matter yeah. either one so long as people are tested so they don't have to do quarantine and uh more and more the consensus is the two-week quarantine is what's really really hurting travel uh particularly in the winter for people trying to go south right now
1: yeah without a doubt all right brett ballad joining us this afternoon always great to talk with you thank you a
0: uh, pleasure Jalen.
1: Yeah, you betcha. He is the publisher of Western Aviation News. Uh, If you are um, interested in the airline uh, business, if you're interested in news coming out of uh, the aviation world, check out his website, just Western Aviation uh, News. Lots of great stuff on there on a regular basis. So um, as well, if you're interested in signing that petition to maybe get... Edmonton International Airport named after Max Ward. You can go to change.org and just search Max Ward and you'll be able to find it there. Andy says, you know what Jay, I like the idea of that but how about having companies brand them and pay millions and make some revenue that could be used for projects that save tax dollars. That's Andy this afternoon. This one said, I loved Ward Air flying back and forth to Northern Ireland. Love the silver cutlery, the china plates, the cups and saucers and the napkin holders. Yes, it was just so different than what it is uh, today. Y.E.G. Rick says, Jay, I think this is a great idea. I'll be signing the petition for sure. I also think that the city center airport should have been saved and declared a historical landmark. Uh, This text says, Jay, how about Edmonton's Max Ward Airport declaring them both to be... um, Declaring both of them to be of Edmonton. There's another one coming in. And Alan says, Jay, I won a trip to Hawaii in 1977. I flew Ward Air. One of the best experiences. It was the best meal. It was filet mignon, free drinks, a lounge, upper deck, unforgettable. And yes, to Max Ward International. Yeah, it was... I I, (laughs) I can remember the food. It was a... it was either like beef wellington that had the puff pastry on it, like the beef or salmon inside of it but i remember this puff pastry with the meat inside it was absolutely spectacular yeah only one time but seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. if you remember that first time you were ever on an airplane how exciting was that i see all these little kids on on planes now over the past number of years when we were able to fly and i always think to myself wow you know how cool is that um that Uh, you know when I was growing up my folks didn't have that that kind of cash Um, we didn't we just didn't travel that way we went back and forth from southern Ontario to eastern Ontario or they threw us all in a Chevette and drove down to Myrtle Beach Um, five of us in a Chevette oh the good times eh? family holidays it was like something out of uh, National Lampoon's vacation to say the least